0: Hello, Facebookers, podcasters, and YouTubers. Today's right show will be better than we've ever had one before. Now, this is episode number 90. Remember, Trump is back. All right. Remember that song? Well, Trump is back on Twitter. Biden sniffs yet again. A football player loses his scholarship due to saying a word that all the other black football players are saying and Wakanda flops in the box office. It's all happening right here, right now on the right show, which is known as a support group for normal people. So we are going to do a little roll call. YouTube is at 382,000 subscribers, Facebookers, 212,000, Instagram, 108. If you leave a comment, I will put it up in the chat so you can see it kind of scrolling around the bottom of the screen making you guys famous again. Everyone that comes here each week belongs on the podcast. So I'm going to try to throw you a little a little alley-oop right before Thanksgiving because this is our Thanksgiving episode coming in a day early because I have too many holiday plans. Now look, where are you from and what is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Mine is a very soft stuffing and I love to... Smother it with cranberry sauce. Put yours in the comments while we check out my new comedy special, Essential. Anyone who pre-orders the comedy special is going to probably get it within 48 hours. I've decided to release it early so that while you're sitting around during Thanksgiving, you can put it on. The jokes are going to be liked by 80% of your family. It's going to annoy the radical far-left liberals but then again, every time you turn on Netflix, you have to watch their favorite comedians. Can they not sit through 48 minutes of jokes that aren't just for them once in their life? Obviously not. But here you're going to see the comedy special Essential. And if you like what you see, just pre-order and get it before anyone else. Here's how you pre-order. You go on GoFundMe.com slash Essential Cave You see it down there? Or some people don't like GoFundMe. That's fine. Go to Venmo at K-V-O-N dash K-V-O-N. Put any amount in the bucket, you're gonna get the special. $5, 10, 20, 500, $1,000. It's the holidays. Throw it in. Or you can do cash app, dollar sign $KVON comedy, or paypal.me slash God. That's how you order it. Let's watch a sneak preview of the clip before anyone else. Essential, go. Dr. Fauci said two masks, four masks. I'm like, I've had the same disposable mask the entire pandemic. I don't know if this is healthy. It got to the point where the mask was the dirtiest thing I owned. Like, if I got COVID, my first source would be the mask. I think that's where it came from. You wanna go to Hawaii? They wanna swab your nose? I'm like, swab my mask. That's what I wanna know right now. My mask has COVID 19, 20, 21, Delta, Gamma, Tri Delta, Pi Phi. My mask went to a sorority party. It was crazy. At one point, it became the family mask. Yes, it did. My dad's like, I'm going to CVS. Take the mask, Dad. You might need the mask put it on he went some of you did that in your family right the family mask then I started looking around I go this mask is so dirty this is not going to keep me safe I think it would be cleaner to take off my underwear right now and put that on my mouth and I'm talking about men's underwear folks not women's women's you have the underwear you could pull it all the way up go about your day when you get home pull it out cleaner than when it went in I don't know how you do it ladies cleaner right cleaner it's gone up in value somehow. Men's underwear is not the same. Men's underwear is not. We cannot pull our underwear up and even make eye contact with it when it comes back out. That underwear is done. That underwear has to go in the trash before the rest of the family finds out what happened, okay? That's why our underwear comes in a 12 pack, you see, we don't. Women buy little ones we get a ziploc bag. All right, we got 12. Let's do this. They last a week. That's what kills me when people are like, men and women are the exact same. Uh, Our buttholes are different. Want to talk about that? I hope you like that joke. Imagine that amount of laughter, that kind of humor for another 47 minutes. You're going to love the new special. All right, upcoming tour dates. I hope you will join me. Take a look at where I'm going to be next. Not many tour dates left because I'm doing all private events for a little while, but take a look. We have Irvine Improv on December 1st. We're going to kick off Christmas with that show. Turning point, Auburn Hills. That's in Michigan. And then we have private event in Montana. You cannot come. But the reason I put it there is to remind you, if you want to put on a private event, hit me up. Let's do it. Then we have Tampa side splitters in Batavia, Illinois. I should have added it. We just added Naples, Florida. Now, obviously, a lot of those shows are months and months away. So don't worry about that. You will not miss them. All right. Let's get started with the right show. Just when you thought it was safe to bring your family and friends around the president of the United States, he's been warned, he's been told to stop, he's been told this behavior is not okay, but he can't help himself as the dementia sets in, Joe Biden sniffs again. How can a mom be laughing and giggling? She's seen all the other kids get assaulted. She knows about this guy's pattern of behavior. This is why serial uh, attackers, the Ted Bundys, they get to keep going because women are just like, well, it won't happen to me. Watch again. The mom's giggling and laughing while offering her child, and I believe she should lose her child because of this, because this is not a mom making good decisions. So not every mom is qualified to have a child. And uh, obviously we see a mom there. She's more into the power. She's intoxicated by being around a Democrat, someone who might be able to do something for her, maybe steal some money from a taxpayer and hand it to her. So she will offer her fourth born child. And you see the child's going like this, putting his hand like this. This is an international sign of discomfort. If this were a dog kind of Backing away or growling, we would know what to do. But for some reason, when it's a child, these parents, they have no idea. Democrat parents, I mean, she's probably like, I'm just waiting till like, I can add some hormones and change this thing's gender over here. So uh, our hearts go out to that child, and hopefully that child makes it. Now, Joe Biden is a lifelong liar. Joe Biden promised a lot of you radical leftists that he was going to pay your student loans if you voted for him. Student debt. Relief. You all jumped for joy. You all said, sure, you got my vote. But remember, when big government promises you something, they can also take it away. Joe Biden is not able to give you any student debt relief, you idiots. Okay. You're the one that got a bad degree in African lesbian poetry and dance. And now you can't even get a job at KFC. And now you're mad at the taxpayers. You got your purple hair, your lip ring connected to your nipple chain. And you're like, how come you guys don't support me? I'm voting for Biden. Well, let's take a look at Joe Biden's promise, and I wanted to make sure I included more than one news platform so you guys didn't accuse me of, oh, it's just Fox News, dude. No, okay. Fox News is one of many channels, but here's your leftist platforms here. CNBC, federal appeals court blocks Biden's student debt relief program nationwide. Of course, they did their vetting and their decision right after the election, so too late. Can't get your vote back. The Hill, Appeals court blocks Biden's student debt cancellation plan. You heard that? You have to pay all your own loans. They are not gonna help you. Biden student loan forgiveness update. Another court blocks his plan. And finally, an appeals court blocks Biden's student loan program. Now, do you really think Joe Biden didn't know that he couldn't get that passed? He didn't care whether he could get it passed or not. It was an election. He needed your vote and a lot of you lined up just to give it away, give it away now. I hope you learned your lesson. Stop voting blue. So we have now learned that. Now the World Cup is on right now. Nobody cares about soccer. It is such a boring sport. Anyways, the only good thing to come out of the World Cup so far is the Iranian team captain is speaking out against his own regime in the World Cup. Now, this is a very dangerous thing to do. If you don't know anything about Iran right now, The women don't want to wear their hijabs anymore. They don't want to live under the rule of radical Islam. Well, radical Islam doesn't want to just give away their crown jewel country, Iran. Lots of money, lots of resources, lots of funds coming and going. They're the number one state sponsor of terrorism by proxy. They never get caught doing anything, but they also terrorize the women. Now, I'm one of the only comics that has been anti-Iranian regime for the last 20 years. Not just because it's a cool hashtag now. Go back to my videos and Iranians turned on me. They're like, how dare you speak out against my country? But now they're going, speak for me. Please speak for our country. Why, Why you are not speaking every day about this? Well, I'm not from Iran. My dad was born there, but he hasn't been back for 45 years. The point is, I talk about jokes on my channel. We we share some of the updates, but uh, I talk about Persian food and my dad saying, thanks, God, you are here. Thanks, God, I love you. But I've already done far more than Joe Biden has done and Kamala Harris, and that's who a lot of you Iranians accidentally voted for. You all pushed for him to win. You all wanted Democrats to win. Now you need to put your political sway behind these Democrats and beg them to help, not a comedian. Don't ask a comedian to send words and tanks and bombs, nothing. Ask Joe Biden, who is doing nothing as he controls the biggest military and all the sanctions. All right, so let's look at this guy. Breaking news, Iran football team captain defies the regime and backs the protests. We have to accept that conditions in our country are not right and our people, they are not happy. They should know that we are with them and we support them and we sympathize with them regarding the conditions. No doubt he now can no longer go back to Iran just for that tweet. Do you understand how much freedom we have in America while a lot of you radical leftists cry and pout and whine about your student loans that you took out voluntarily? Other countries are fighting for basic freedoms like to talk and to wear their hijab at the correct angle that they want. Instead of like down to their eyebrow, they want to go to the head or the mid head. Oh, that's where their arguments are at. So you privileged idiots are very spoiled and selfish, but luckily a half Persian comedian who's never even been there is doing more than Joe Biden to speak out. Hashtag Masa Amini, let's go freedom for the people of Iran who deserve. And you know, Donald Trump would have done a lot more. Okay. You keep calling him stupid and racist and dumb, but he did more. For more people around the world than Joe Biden has ever done, believe me. We'll be right back with a whole lot more. Let's talk about a real football player, shall we? A football player has been dropped from his scholarship to play in Florida, all for saying the N word. Now, we all know that we're adults, we should be allowed to say any word and talk about it like adults, but there's one group of radical people in our country that want to own a word. They want to own a word that they say all the time, they rap about all the time, they use uh, when they're arguing with each other. It's not an empowering word, they use it to slander each other. And now, they want to use that word to take away opportunities from people they decide they don't like. Here's the latest victim. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Back. One of the best high school football players in the country had his Florida scholarship offer pulled this weekend after he was seen on video rapping the N-word. Marcus Stokes posted the quick, two-second clip on his social media page last week, appearing to show the quarterback recruit singing, Welcome Back, N.A., almost immediately afterward, Denise H.S. athlete, who's white, received, backlash for it. And on Sunday, the University of Florida made the decision to pull their offer from him. Stokes had been committed to attending the school since early July. This is pathetic, ladies and gentlemen. If this guy is singing his favorite song, he didn't write the song. He didn't go in the booth and record the song. He didn't produce the song. He didn't print the CDs or the MP3s. He didn't stream it to people's phones. He just enjoyed the song. And he's like, welcome back. Or whatever the intro to this stupid song is. So what the radical left and BLMers are saying is, don't embrace our culture. Don't like what we do. Don't sing along to our songs. Don't say any words that we deem necessary and the words keep changing. It's not just the N word. You can't say the United blank college fund. That word in the middle starts with an N. You can't say colored people. You have to say people of color. You can't do braids in your hair if it's the braids that they think they own. So it's just chiseling away at what anyone else is allowed to do by one group who claims their victims while they victimize everyone else. Now, nobody wants to say the stupid N-word. We don't even want to hear it. I want to deport anyone that's from BLM that says it, just to teach them a lesson that if this word is truly off limits, let's deport all BLMers. You're not allowed to live in our country if you accidentally say the word in a song, a movie, on the basketball court, anywhere. The people who say the N word more than any other are the BLMers. You almost never hear it. That's why this is a national news story when one white kid likes the rap song. Some people are gonna complain in the comments, oh, that's all you wanna say. That's a-. No, we don't wanna say it. We wanna deport you for saying it. But since you're gonna lie and say, that's our word, here are my rebuttals to that. First of all, if it really offends you so much, why does every single rapper except for Eminem say it? And If the people who are singing along to your songs are saying it, it's because they like your music. They like your culture. They want to be a part of what you guys are doing. These are the exact opposite of racist people. Notice I can't even say the word racist because that gets flagged. And then my video gets demonetized. So I'm going to say racist. We're going to talk like children because all BLMers are spoiled victim children. Number three, he is a football quarterback. 70% of his team is black. Notice I can't say the word, so we're going to talk like children. Could he possibly be a racist if his job is to throw the winning ball to a black guy? I don't think so. He's probably not racist. He probably depends on these other players and is a team player with Latinos and blacks. Number four, black people will lie and say, that's our word. We use it to empower each other. No, you don't. You use it while you're robbing each other. You're using it in prison while you're stomping each other. You use it in the streets of the south side of Chicago while you're pew-pewing each other. This word is used for hate, killing, and fighting in your culture. So it does not empower you. Your culture is responsible for killing more black people than any other culture. And you're screaming it out the side of the window while you're using this horrible word. That's why I think you should go to jail or be deported, even if you're black, if you ever say the word, if these are the rules you want to create. Or do you just want to say, hey... Some people say words, I can walk the other way. Number five, if you want to be able to fire people over a word that you say, then you don't believe in equality. You want special privileges. That's all there is to say about that. If you agree or disagree, put in the comments how or why. I think I just broke it down and explained it to you very clearly. This is not an empowering word. So either we can all be adults and say it because the word exists, or if none of us are going to say it, you should get deported. We'll be right back with a whole lot more from The Right Show. Wakanda disappoints at the box office. Now, who could have predicted that? The first weekend was actually pretty good, but the numbers fell significantly in the second weekend, which is not a good sign. It's because of the woke conda narrative. Now, there we have uh, Angela, great actress, nice muscles. Can you believe she's like in her 60s? Anyway, she looks fantastic, and I'm sure she did a great job. Great actress. But Wakanda Forever dropped 63% for a $67 million weekend. And this was very disappointing. Now I'm going to read this, okay? They have a $209 million domestic box office, but the total box office came up a little shy of what they expected. Now, with a movie like Top Gun, the numbers kept going up and up and up, just like an airplane taking off from an aircraft carrier. This isn't a bad number for Wakanda Forever. However, the hopes that the film would hold markedly better than the recent MCU films were all in vain. All in all, it looks like this did not do the trick. In comes the politics. I wanna show you a woke woman who deterred people from seeing the movie. Because if you ain't black, you have no business seeing this movie. You Go see another weekend. And this isn't just an isolated person. There are thousands of people who feel this way, think this way, and probably scared a lot of parents. Like, I'm not bringing my kids to this. It seems like we might get shot. This message is to all our would-be accomplices and white allies. This message is to all the white people who have BLM in their bio. If you really... Want to prove to Black people that you love us and you care about us and you are down for the cause? Do not go see that movie opening weekend. You buy your ticket. You give it to a Black person or a Black family who can't afford to go. And then you go sit at that theater in front of the doors. You make sure that every Black person in that theater can enjoy that movie in peace. You make sure that you use your body to block us from anybody who would be coming in that theater to do us harm. That is your job. You can go see it on another weekend, go see it on the second or third weekend, but the first weekend, that's for us. To do anything other than this is anti-black. Well, once you go Wakanda, you're gonna go Broconda. Thank you, Cynthia, for that contribution. You're absolutely right. Now, as you know, a woman who complains and tries to tell you how to live your life and what to do and reports to the manager if you're not following her rules, that's called a Karen. Now, a Karen is a white woman who's really annoying and bossy, but there are Karens of all ethnicities. There's Latina Karens. I call them Karenitas. And in this case, you just saw a black Karen or a Kanene. Hashtag Kanene. I want everyone to understand that a black Karen is a Kanene. And she's going to tell you, you are not allowed to see Wakanda the first week. You can use your body to defend anyone that would do me harm while I watch the movie, eating up the popcorn. Mm, mm, and I got my nails did with the EBT card because I'm a Kanene. So if you like the term Kanene, go ahead and put in the comments. Hashtag Kanene. It's going viral and I invented the word Kanene. So you're watching the originator of terms that America uses now to define things. And if you didn't know a Karen was a white woman that annoys you, just Google it. It's right there in the Google search. So now you know what a Kanene is. We're all educated together, okay? How fun is this? Elon Musk has been firing tweetards left and right. You know, once you buy a company for $45 billion, you should be able to decide what quality of employee works there. And I want to show you guys exactly what happened, okay? When Elon Musk got to Twitter, nobody was working. Everyone was on maternity leave. Women were taking months off for personal growth. I mean, nothing was getting done. And Elon is slowly just kind of putting the screwdriver in there and tightening up the operations. Now, you're not going to like what you see, especially ladies. But Twitter was a bastion for female employees doing absolutely nothing. And one of the first things Elon had to do was get rid of all the employees doing nothing and hire hardworking people. And it looked a little something like this. This here on the left is when Elon first stepped foot in the building. As you can see, mostly white women, mostly Karen's, couple dudes in there, but they have the same eyebrows as the women and kind of goofing around sitting in the back. and it's just college just puked into a uh, Silicon Valley company and this is what popped out. Well, Elon needs to make a profit now, so he has now replaced them. Who do you think works harder? a bunch of girls doing Peloton and Zumba class and eating celery and talking about their diet and setting up doggy play dates, or these complete nerds who have a fat tire around their belly and they got the, you know, thumbs up dude, bad haircuts, they're wearing members only jackets, they haven't bathed. This is who you want running your company if you're going to get stuff done. This is who you want running your company if you want to look woke. Well, when you just bought a company for 45 billion, you don't have the luxury to be woke anymore because you could go broke. So I just thought that was hilarious. Look at these dweebs. And then uh, the, the women are complaining they all lost their job, but they didn't want to come back to work. They wanted to work from home. So I want you guys to see this. This is fabulous here. Um, a lot of the women said, oh, he, he just only hires men now. No, that's a woman. There's a woman there you can see by her big forehead. Okay, there's a woman over here. But this looks like what every graduating class resembles when everyone is doing coding. Does that make sense? So this represents what America might look like, okay? But Twitter is not America. Twitter is a dot-com company, so his company needs to reflect what the graduating class of MIT looks like, and Stanford, e-commerce, men that have no friends, that will code 18 hours a day. That is what he's doing. Does that make sense? So I wanna get into the comments right here and uh, see what you guys think. Twitter now reflects the actual population of computer coding graduates. So if you're gonna complain, it's not fair, there's not enough women. More women need to go and get a computer coding degree and graduate at the top of their class and they too can work at Twitter. What do you think about that? Pop61 says, those are a bunch of twits. Free Cat goes, I definitely see a few stoners in there. And Patricia says, that's what a lot of computer classes look like when I got my networking degree. Absolutely. So stop being virtue signalers. Know that uh, being a woke leftist is just a luxury that you can have when everything's going well. Like when Trump is president and money's just coming in and the economy's chugging. But when you put Biden there and Kamala there and the recession comes and inflation hits, bye ladies. We're going to have some nerds. I'm not even going to be allowed in there. So don't be like, oh, cave no, I'm not. It's going to be nerdy Indians and Asians and white guys with no friends coding to the night and sun come back up just around the clock. All right. Now, you know what it's like to be a coder during a recession. We'll be back. Since we got rid of so many women at Twitter, there's going to be less sensitivity, less walking on eggshells. These guys can handle a joke. They can handle a mean tweet. So it's no surprise. Donald Trump is back. Just like that song with the Backstreet Boys. Oh my God, he's back again. Brother, sister, better tweet your friend. Is he going to tweet? Yeah, is it going to be mean? Yeah, yeah. So you can make up your own lyrics and put them in the comments. The point is the men of Twitter have decided Trump can come back. Now Trump hasn't even tweeted yet, but would you believe he's already gained 85 million followers just from being allowed back on the platform? And a lot of you might not believe that. You're like, well, how's that possible? He's not even tweeting. Let's take a look together. As you know, I come with receipts. This was Trump while he was banned. He was stuck at 2.7 million followers. And it even says not followed by anyone you're following. Within 48 hours of him being back on Twitter, he is now at 87.6 million followers. This kind of blows Joe Biden's so-called popularity out of the water. Because if you look here, Joe Biden is stuck for the last two years with all these bots At 36.4 million followers. Let's look at it again. You got one guy with 87.6 million who supposedly lost an election to a guy who can't even clear 36 million and all of those are bots. Meaning he has no real fans, no real voters, no real friends. Whenever he goes and does a speech, he can't even fill up a high school gym, but he's got this magic number on Twitter. Trump's number just soared past him with real people what got donald trump banned from twitter in the first place i want to know if you guys can guess what actually got him kicked out now i think i know what got him banned what got him banned was the population of employees at twitter were all women and all triggered they all looked like this photo on the left okay and now that we got rid of all these woke san francisco ladies who are trying to change the world one tweet at a time. Well, now we got a bunch of dweebs in there. They're not offended by a tweet. They don't even shower. They just code all day long. But I was trying to look at what got him banned in the first place, and Twitter's official response from the CEO that got fired, Agawali Bagawali, he said, well, Trump was inciting a riot. Let's look at Trump's last tweets on January 6, 2021. I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. Does that seem like someone inciting a riot, inciting violence, inciting an insurrection? The only insurrection of all time where nobody had weapons and nobody tried to kill anyone except for Officer Bird who shot an unarmed woman because he wasn't sure what was in her hands. He should go to jail. Where's BLM on that? So that was his first tweet. I think we agree there's no inciting of violence. Let's look at the next tweet. Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. (gasps) Did that seem like he was inciting violence? That's why this whole January 6th commission is a sham. Biden and Kamala are scared of Trump running again. He's already beat Hillary once before. So they're trying to say, if you vote for him, you're voting for terrorism and and the greatest uh, attack on our country since 9-11. Really, dude? Who is believing this? Okay. How is that starting an insurrection? He clearly says, stay peaceful. The next reason they say they're banning him is because he said he wasn't attending the inauguration. And he did say that. I'll show you right here. To all those who have asked, I will not be going to the inauguration on January 20th oh, this was a dog whistle. This was telling all his fans, first of all, that he does not agree with the results of a free and fair election. And number two, it's saying that you can go ahead and attack the inauguration because he won't be there. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he was saying. That's what all these radical leftist women who are scared of their own shadow, never been in the military, never fought for their country. That's what they all thought that tweet meant. Okay. But you get to these guys. These guys play video games on the weekends. They know that is not what the tweet meant. The tweet just meant he wasn't going to the inauguration, nor should he have to. Okay. Now, if you think it is uh, anti-democracy not to attend the inauguration, okay, I'll agree with you. Democrats sit out inaugurations all the time. Every time a Republican wins, the most high-ranking Democrats always avoid the inauguration, or Nancy Pelosi tears up the speech that Trump, the president gave for the State of the Union. This is John Lewis, the crown jewel of the Democrat party. Trump's inauguration won't be the first one Representative John Lewis will miss. This was reported by CNBC. They did not call him a terrorist. They did not call him an insurrectionist. They did not call him an election denier. They call him a brave black man who stood up for his rights to not attend the inauguration. And he went on to say Trump wasn't even fairly elected. So if you believe any of this stuff, then you are a radical leftist who does not understand the media is pulling your strings. You are a puppet for Joe Biden, who's a puppet for somebody else. You know, sometimes we get too into the weeds with all this stuff. And we need to remember, we are here to have fun. Oh, yeah. All right. One way we can have fun is by maintaining our sense of humor, something the radical left does not have. Therefore, I put a comedy clip at the end of every single episode of The Right Show. This clip is the clip of the week. It is a TikTok-length clip that's under one minute. uh, Instagram and Facebook have reels, same thing as a TikTok, and YouTube calls them shorts. Shorts are the same thing as a TikTok, the point being, Under a minute, get as many laughs as you can. And this clip is already going viral. 50,000 views in one day on Instagram. 40,000 views on TikTok. I mean, brrr, this could be my most popular clip by this time next week. Take a look and enjoy the life. I went to the gym with a girl I was dating. We broke up immediately after that. <laughs> Everything I wanted to do, she was telling me no. It was crazy. I was like, let's do some pull-ups. Uh-uh. Well, let's do something over here. Uh-uh. Finally, I go, all right, let's do 10 push-ups. We'll go home. She's like, I'm definitely not doing that. I go, 10 push-ups, why not? She goes, I don't want to get huge shoulders and chest muscles, thank you. I was like, it doesn't work like that. People work their whole life to look like that. She thinks she's going to be like, one, two, three, four, hit. She can't even get to ten. Five, six, yeah! Yeah! Look what you did to me! Told you it wasn't safe. I'd be like, oh my goodness, you were right! And then I'm like, well, look at your neck. Is that a tumor? It's not a tumor, masa! I hope you enjoyed that. And remember, order the new one-hour special tonight, tomorrow, whenever you're watching this because you're going to get it before everybody else. Obviously, the comedy clips are a lot of fun. Look at all the laughter right there in the chats. Thanks for watching The Right Show. We'll see you next week. Once again, happy Thanksgiving.